Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Crew First Culture Podcast. Thank you for joining me. This is Jeremy again. And today is going to be something that I feel another one of those areas that I've, I've really have grown. I've really learned a lot. And I guess most importantly, I've learned how important it is to, to not only leadership, but life in all aspects but that is connection. So, you know, I'm not sure if I've talked about it here lately, but I've been really interested in just words recently, just how, what words mean, how important they are, how people perceive them differently. And, and there's a lot of words that you can associate with leadership and with really just anything good in life that, have a lot of areas of ambiguity it's just you know what they mean different things to different people some of them can have good and bad meanings and so it's just been something really interesting or for me it's been really interesting to kind of dig in to the power of words but connection so for me this is one of the the most vital pieces of the puzzle if, if we're talking about leadership and culture change and for those of you in the fire service that creating a, a, a basically a, a firehouse culture that is like no other that's that's kind of our goal is is we are fighting to create something very special that you don't find everywhere and so for me, just from experience and, and from what I've learned and what I've absorbed through different content, I've really come to grasp the importance of, of this word, connection. Because if, if you look at just the, the baseline of, of what we kind of want to build or create as leaders, you, you could throw out all kinds of stuff, trust, respect loyalty, uh, just anything, anything like that. And pretty much all of them, especially those things, you know, the short list that I brought up, they are going to require some connection. You can't, you can't have total trust with somebody that you don't know. I mean, yeah, you might have a, just a basic trust of, you know, you're a, you're a grown adult you know, if, if we're discussing this as far as you, you know, in the fire service, for the most part, if, if you are a firefighter, you know, you're, you're hopefully a pretty good person. So even if I don't know you, I can put some trust in you and kind of grow from there. But to have total trust, to have something that is, is much deeper, you, you got to have a connection to truly respect somebody it's going to require connection yeah you can you can have the you know the the outward just respect of rank or or anything like that but it's such a surface mindset it's such a surface thing that it only goes so far especially if if those leaders that you are you know, giving that respect of rank to 
aren't doing anything to to build it deeper than that. If if that's the only relationship or only connection or, or only way that we have built any respect for somebody, then it's it's not going to be worth much. You know that if if that's what you want, you want me to respect your rank. You want me to respect you know the the level that you have reached. Okay, I can do that. I will respect that rank. But as far as you as a person, I'm not going to have any respect for you. And so for me, that is a much bigger deal. I I don't don't care what you think or feel about my rank or, or my level in the organization. I want to be somebody that is respected because of who I am. And, and that doesn't happen just by showing up to work. You, you've got to put some work in. You've got to invest in people to build a connection. So, you know, I'll just with the, throw a question out there. How deep is your connection with your team? So if, if that's something you haven't thought about at all, if that's something that you can just immediately say, uh, I don't. I don't really care or, you know, that's not a priority, whatever. I I hope that you can do a little bit of digging as far as some research and, and some reading and, and other content, because there's so much out there that deals with the importance of relationships as it relates to leadership. It's, it's not just a, Jeremy Sanders type opinion. It's it's very, very much studied and researched. So it's not hard to find. Some of you know, some of the best stuff that I've have heard on this topic, really most topics, is from John Maxwell. I'm sure most of you or if not all are, are very familiar with John Maxwell. In his book, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, one of the laws is the law of connection. And kind of the the, the title or, or whatever you want to subtitle, he says, leaders touch a heart before they ask for a hand. I think that's a, that's a pretty cool way to put it. We are, we are reaching out and, and trying to, to build something special relationally with people so that once that is in place, once that is, is growing, then we can, then we can ask for their hand, ask for help on this journey or whatever. But if we're just throwing out demands or if we're just throwing out lists of expectations or, or this is my vision, let's go do it. You're going to do it because it's, you know, whatever. You're not going to have the results that you would if you were working to make those connections. So going on with some more Maxwell, he says, logic will only take you so far. In order to really get people on board with your mission, you need to connect with their emotions. So again, a great a great way to put it, a great just 
I guess a, a great quote to to sit and reflect on. I'd be very interested to see what some people think about that. So for me, this converse, this whole conversation is is not really anything in question. I don't feel like there is really anything to even dispute about this stuff. But it is it is well known that in the fire service there is a you know a mentality. I I I hope that it's more of a an older mentality, an older mindset that is kind of going away. But I can't tell you how many times I've heard once you become an officer, once you step into a formal leadership role, you have to separate yourself from those that you lead. And I hate, I hate hearing that. And even, even worse is I hate seeing people lead like that. It just, it almost, I don't know, it puts like a, a burden on me because I feel like it's so unnecessary. So am I, am I advocating to be you know, everybody's best friend and, and buddy, and, and that's what we are first and, and only? No, I mean, it's it's not realistic to, to be that way. And it's not even something that I, I want, but I am going to do my best to establish relationships with my people. I'm going to do my best to create friendly, you know, just friendly relationships. And if it's something that produces good friends, like, like something you would consider a good friend or even a best friend. Okay. That's, that's great. I'm not necessarily striving to be everybody's best friend, but what I am trying to create is an environment that I know my people. I know who I'm working with. And, and even beyond that, I'm trying to create an environment in which we all know who we're working with. You know, you, you sit and you discuss family and you sit and you discuss you know, plans and activities and things like that outside of the job. And you start to know your team members, your crew members. Something that, that I really try to stress, and I don't, I don't, it's not like I say, you know, do this or else, but use your spouse and, and your, your kids' names. You know, when you're telling stories at the, at the firehouse table or, or talking about family, you know, don't, don't say, well, my wife, this, uh, you know, one of my daughters, one of my, one of my kids, uh, my son, my husband, whatever. That's that's how we talk to people that we don't know, people that aren't really of any consequence to us. But if if we're truly trying to build relationships, then use names. You know, my my wife Erica, she's doing this, or you know, Erica's a nurse, whatever. Use the names and get to know the names of everybody. You know, I've got seven kids. I never will expect any of the people I work with to know all the names of my seven kids, but they, they know my wife's name. 
they know at least the younger kids' names that are still in the house. We've got a few that's moved out that that probably I, I don't bring stories up as much because they're not around, but I'm sure they know at least a few of them because I have a few that there's a lot of stories to tell. So, you know, and that's important. That's important to, to build that bond and, and that, that, that at the very least a, just a, a, a foundation of, of closeness within each other. I think that connection for me, in my opinion, is one of the most powerful tools a leader can use to create positive cultural changes. Like I talked about at, at first, you if you're wanting to build trust and respect and just uh, buy-in even, you're not going to have a very good, the, the odds of you doing these things without investing time in your people is very slim. They need to know that you care about them, that you respect them, that you are part of the team. Once they know that, they are going to be much more likely to buy in. They are going to be much more likely to respect who you are, not what you are. They're, they're going to be much more likely to be open with you, to feel safe, creating an environment that, that promotes vulnerability and, and just openness, which is another really great thing to, to really strive for in that firehouse culture. You know, something else that I've heard that I, I really truly agree with is people will forget what you say and do over time just that's just how it is you go to all these classes and and you might absorb a very little bit especially over time but people will never forget how you made them feel so going back to the class you know thinking about it as far as classes you know you think back through time if some things that you've been to some classes you've been to some speakers that you've heard how much of that content do you remember and compare that to the ones that truly inspired you truly motivated you at the time and how much do you remember feeling that way i hope that makes sense for me you know i've been to a lot of classes that i probably couldn't really just set it and, and write out much of the talking points. But there are a few that even though I don't remember a lot of the content, I remember how great it was to sit there and listen to those people speak. Remember how inspiring it was to listen to their story or to to hear the way they see things or whatever it is. But those are all tied to how they, they made me feel, which again, going back to, to one of the Maxwell things, you need to connect with their emotions first. Then we can start to work on building all these 
important little aspects of the team. But connection is huge. I, I hope that that something I said in here kind of stirs something in you to to think about things differently or just reflect on on your thoughts of it. If you are somebody that that truly believes that you need to have separation, oh, reach out and and we can talk about it. I, I feel like a lot of that that mindset is based on well we we don't want to be taken advantage of if you start building relationships with people they start trying to take advantage of you or it's it's harder for you to hold them accountable or just dish out punishments those type of things and okay i mean i, I get i'm not going to argue with that depending on your personality that those might be real problems and if so then I feel like there's some other issues that need to be addressed because honestly, that's really who I was. I was somebody that probably, well, not, not probably. I am somebody that has been taken advantage of a lot in my life because I was, for lack of better terms, a pushover basically. I let relationships with people, I let those fog my judgment and allowed people to take advantage of me because of those relationships. I I have struggled in the past to hold people accountable because of relationships. And so I get it. I, I truly do. I understand that, that way of thinking or, or that, uh, that reasoning why you don't want to get close with somebody. But at the same time, I'm saying that's who I was. I'm saying that's who, you know, the, the person that I am. But I'm also saying that I believe I'm for the most part past that. I, I have worked to minimize that so that I can take advantage of these connections, so that I can enjoy the benefits of, of knowing my people and being a part of their day and being a part of the team. So that's something I had to work through. That's something that I had to really just flush out of my system. To, As a caveat to that, though, I, I will add, because I, I don't want to I don't want this to go unsaid. The more your team respects you, the more they they just enjoy you as a person, the more relation you have built within them, most people are going to go far, far above and beyond anything possible to, to protect you and to not take advantage of you. Because of that respect, because of that relationship. Yeah, there's going to be some jerks out there that are going to try to take advantage of, you know, that that's the I'm not not disagreeing with that. But that's when leaders have to be leaders and we have to do the things that aren't the most fun. We have to deal with those particular situations. And so. 
to kind of expound a little bit off of that, that thought, I'm not going to change who I am, who I want to be because of the possibility of, you know, a few people out there that might try to take advantage of it. Because honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that I enjoy being with my people so much, building relationships so much, that team environment, if it wasn't for that, if I didn't have that, if I had to stay in my office all the time and not be engaged with them, I wouldn't want any part of this job. I wouldn't. That is one of the most important pieces of what I do right now. I work with these people a third of my life. There is absolutely no way that I am going to take people that I am with a third of my life and stonewall them, block them off, whatever, however you want to describe it. I'm not doing that. We are, are a family. We are, we are just as much a family as any real family when we're there. So why would I want to treat them as somebody that is less than, that doesn't deserve my attention or, or doesn't really have enough trust from me to act right? Uh, I just, I don't, I don't believe that there's any reason for it. And so that's just something else I want to throw out there because it, it is very personal for me. I, I know there are people out there that are the same way and that you're intentionally avoiding those situations because of who you are. And like I said, that's, I get it. But at the same time, there's so much that you're leaving on the table that just goes wasted if you don't figure out a way to make it work because a leader that is not working to build connection with their crew is is never going to reach the full potential that they could the firehouse culture is going to struggle yeah, the, the crew might have a, a great, close, tight-knit bond between you know themselves, but you're not going to be a part of it. And if that's okay with you, okay, but I I don't I don't want that. I don't understand that mentality. So to truly reach a firehouse culture that is within our grasp, that is, is within our capabilities of, of reaching. We have got to focus on connection, build those relationships, reach out, learn who you're working with, learn their, learn their, what they like, what they want, what they're good at. Use those in empowerment situations and, and, and ways of just creating leadership opportunities for them. There are so many benefits. But again, if we aren't putting the effort into learning who they are and what and how we can use them to fully reach their own potential, then it's all wasted. So 
It's very important. I, I will leave it at that before I start talking in circles. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so very much. Uh, say, I'll say it again. I, I hate doing this stuff because it's just, it, I feel like I'm a self promoter here. I guess I am. You got to be kind of, but if you do enjoy the podcast, please like and share and comment and all the stuff that everybody always says. If you are willing to take the time to, to write a review, uh, it's amazingly appreciated by me. And as thanks to anybody that is willing to take that time, I, I'm more than happy to send you some stickers and, and thank you for that in that way. So let me know if that's something that you decide to do. I appreciate it. Let me know. I'll get you something sent out. And besides that, until next time, as always, stay humble and do work.